the BBC presents A Life of Bliss. Being the biography of a bachelor with Diana Churchill, Colin Gordon, Sheila Sweet, Una Venning and Percy Edwards. Another chapter in the life of that shy young man, David Alexander Bliss, known to us as George Cole. David and his married sister Anne start a moving story. Coming. Hello, Anne. Oh, so it's you, Poppy. Come along in. You just popped in to say hello. You're always welcome, and this evening, particularly welcome. I say, that's jolly nice of it. Particularly? Particularly. Why, what do you want me to do? Now, what makes you think I want you to do something for me? You have got a suspicious nature. In here, go on. In you go. Oh, Tony home yet? Not yet, no. Sit down and make yourself comfortable. I'll get you a cushion for your back. There you are. And here's the evening paper. Would you like something to drink? Orange squash? A nice cup of coffee? A sandwich, perhaps. I know. Have a chocolate. There's no doubt about it. I, um, I have got a suspicious nature. <laughs> Terribly. I know. I, I ought to be ashamed of myself. What do you want me to do? When Tony comes in, just casually mention... Ah, that. so I was right. You did want something. <laughs> Naturally. Why else would you be so welcome? Silly of me. <laughs> like another cushion? Another chocolate, then? Casually mention that the Bainbridges are selling their house, and let me know how he reacts. I went round there to tea once, and it's the perfect house for us. Well, what's to stop you mentioning it? I remember the last time I spoke to him about moving. Why? What happened? It was the last time he spoke for a week. I see. But then he could hardly lose his temper with you. And anyway, all I want you to Anne. Do... What? The evening paper, cushion, and I'll repay the chocolate later. In other words, no. You went past there today, noticed the house was for sale, and happened to know how nice it is inside. Now, what could be easier? Nothing. I suppose even I could manage. Inside? Why, I've never been near the place. Why, I don't even know where it is. Lawnville Avenue, and Tony's never been inside either. Oh, now, look, Anne, what's the point? You'll have to tackle him yourself sooner or later. Yes, I know. And that is the point. What? I want to choose my moment. Tackling a husband is rather like... Well, like boiling an egg. Simple enough, but the timing's all important. <laughs> Get that wrong and they can be perfectly horrid. Well, I see. In a moment, Tony can be like that. Oh, gracious, yes. Anything from terribly sticky to plain hard-boiled. Well, in that case, the solution's obvious. Note the time when he comes in and wait three and a half minutes. <laughs> What's more, in, in his case, that ought to be long enough, remembering the old expression. Expression? He's a good egg. <laughs> Not if you crack in the wrong way. Well, I'd only get him addled. I might catch him on the raw. No use arguing with a woman. Then you'll do it? No alternative. That's if you're sure he's never been inside the house. Never, I promise you. Oh, jolly good. I'll have first crack. Oh, David, I should ask him if he's had a good day at the office first. If he hasn't, forget the whole idea. But if he has... It's safe enough to carry on. I'm awfully grateful. I don't know how I can repay you. I'll have another chocolate. <laughs> oh, and, um, Anne, hmm? the cushion... And the evening paper. Well, I wouldn't mind a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, dear, joke over. It's a beautiful house, spacious rooms, lovely and light, that sort of thing. But don't forget, make sure he's... He's had a good day at the office. If so, safe to carry on. 
casually, of course. Bless you. I must go and cope with the children. Oh, hello, darling. Hello, dear. I'm just going to cope with the young. David here. All right. Hello, uh, David, old man. Hello, Tony. Had a good carry-on at the office? (laughs) Had a what? (laughs) Had a good day at the house. (laughs) At the office. Yes, interesting. Three bites at the cherry. Yes, I have. Excellent. Oh, jolly safe. Uh, Jolly good. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I've uh, I've got your chair. There you are. I'll, uh, I'll get your cushion for your back. And the evening paper. Would you, uh, would you like one of Anne's chocolates? No, thanks. Anything on your mind? No, nothing. You sure you won't have a casual? <laughs> won't have a chocolate? I never eat them. Well, I think I will. Mmm, mm, delicious. Oh, uh, by the way, Tony, I, um, I happened to pass there today, and, um, guess what? The Bainbridge's house is for sale. I must say, it's jolly nice inside. The chocolate? <laughs> no, no, the, the house. Oh, it's, uh, it's in Lawnville Avenue. Lawnville Avenue, eh? No, it's along that way yesterday. Let me see, the Bainbridges. Oh, yes, that's the house hidden behind all those trees, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's, uh, that's the one. No. No what? No trees. Low shrubs. Good gracious, no wonder I could see over the top. <laughs> I mean, that, that is, I, I, I believe you're right. Of course, I've, um, I've only been inside once. But you were impressed? Well, obviously. Uh, uh, otherwise, I, I wouldn't remember it all so clearly. Such beautiful rooms, large and spacious. Especially the drawing. Oh, yes. That, that's especially large and... Sp- How do you know? I've been inside, too. You have? Once, yes. Why, did Anne tell you I hadn't? No. Well, she, she, she not only told me, she promised. <laughs> Promised to tell you all about it. Purely as a matter of interest or because she has hopes of moving? Purely interest, as far as I know. You you, you must admit it's a lovely house, especially that drawing room. It's rather an unusual shape, sort of... um, How would you describe it? Well, to to tell you the truth, I I, I can't picture it now. Oh, but surely you remember it all so clearly. Remember it clearly? Mm. Me, with with my memory? I I wouldn't say that. That you did say it. I did? Mm. A moment ago. Well, it sure shows you what a shocking memory I've got. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, let me think. The, the, the shape of the drawing room. Ah, yes, yes. It's so, so, sort of, um... Uh, how would you describe it? <laughs> I'm asking you. Um, L-shaped? Describes it perfectly. It does? Perfectly. Oh, gosh, lucky guess. You're right, it was. <laughs> guess? Had enough yet? I, I, I don't know what you mean. That you've never seen the place in your life and that Anne put you up to this. Whatever makes you think that? I'm wrong? Well, yes. All right, then. We'll press on. <laughs> what did you think of the dining room? Um, I, I didn't go in there. Ah, <laughs> clever stuff, eh? <laughs> How about the little sunroom at the back? Or didn't you go in there either? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I, I went in there. Clever again. Why? There isn't one. <laughs> Are you, you, you're sure you're, you're, you're talking about the Bainbridge's house? I'm positive. I wonder what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anne's castle in the air, that's what. And I must confess, I don't understand her attitude at all, not at all. In fact, I find it rather, well, rather wounding. Oh, come now, tell I me. I don't know why she should be afraid to speak to me. I'm not an unreasonable man. 
I may occasionally get angry, but, but I'm no wife beater. Good heavens, no. And quite apart from that, I don't see the point of it. She'll have to tackle me about it sooner or later. Ah, yes, but then that, that, that is the point. What? Well, she, she wants to choose her moment. <laughs> I mean, tackling a husband's rather like... Um... <laughs> there's, there's no point in boiling your husband the moment he comes... <laughs> boiling him? No, no, no. No point in bothering him. I mean, it's a perfectly sensible attitude. Your idea is ju just ridiculous. My idea? That Anne's afraid of you getting addled. <laughs> afraid of me getting... Of you getting angry. You, you may occasionally lose your temper, but nobody in their right mind would describe you as an egg beater. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not made that way. <laughs> oh, of course you're not. Why, what did I say? Egg beater. Oh, wife, wife beater, I mean. And, and you're not unreasonable, either. Well, I'd like to think not. Quite the reverse. I, I know some husbands are pretty hard-boiled, but that certainly doesn't apply to you. You couldn't be more cracked. <laughs> um, odd you should say that. I thought it was you. No, you couldn't be more reasonable. And, and I'm, I'm sure Anne would say exactly the same. Oh, I do hope not. I couldn't stand it all over again. I'm bewildered enough already. I don't know whether to crow or creep back into my coop. Why, well, I can't believe it was all that difficult to understand. Oh, my dear chap, completely unintelligible to the uninitiated. One long stream of farmyard innuendos. But at least one part of it came to roost. You can tell Anne from me she can say goodbye to her dream. An Englishman's home is his castle. This is mine, and I'm not moving. Now I'm going upstairs. Oh, hello, darling. Going somewhere? Upstairs. To put a comb through my feathers. <laughs> feathers? I cracked him the wrong way. Oh, dear. Sticky. Plain hard-boiled. But it wasn't my fault this time, you know. He has been round there. What? To the Bainbridges? Yes. Nonsense. He was just testing you out. No trees, low shrubs, an L-shaped drawing room, and no little sunroom. Right? Right. But I can't think when he was there. Well, I'm sorry, but there it is. I don't see what you can do about it. Let him simmer for a few days, then have another crack. I'm supposing they sell the house in the meantime. I doubt if they will. They're asking too much money. And if they do, well... Bang goes your dream. Bang goes my dream. Still, I can hardly stop them sitting. Just a second, though. I've got an idea. Honestly, you're about as bad as Zoe. She's always getting ideas. A way to stop the sale of the house. Delay it, anyway. Well, I'd like to know how. I'm going to tell you. They're asking £6,000. Gosh. They won't get it, of course. And I doubt if they expect to. But Mrs. Bainbridge is a proper Scrooge. Would love her money bag. More than anything else in the world. And that brings me to the idea. Supposing somebody went round to see the house. Somebody she thought might be gullible enough to pay 6000 Now, who could you possibly have in mind? <laughs> she wouldn't think of selling to anybody else until you finally decided. I have decided. And I'm another dream you'll have to say goodbye to. In other words, no. You look over it, enthuse over it, imply that you think the price is reasonable, and say that you'll bring your wife round later. Now, what could be simpler than that? Nothing. I suppose even I couldn't... My wife... Oh, no. No, no, I, I'm not going to say I'm married. It's much too complicated. All right, then. Say, say you're, you're about to get married. No, no, look, there, there's another snag. She'd never believe I wanted a place that size. It's not all that large, only four bedrooms. <laughs> you will do it, won't you? I'm so sick of this house. I've been sick of it for years. And given time, I'm sure I could persuade Tony. No use arguing with a woman. Let me see. Tomorrow's Saturday. I'll ring up in the morning and fix it up. A sister couldn't ask for a nicer brother. <laughs> you know what to do. Look over it, enthuse over it, look gormless, mm -hmm. imply that I'm gullible enough to think the price reasonable. 
and say that you'll bring your fiancé around in a few days' time. Oh, we'll have to think of another name for you. Why? There's always a chance of her mentioning it to Tony. You're not only as bad as Zoe, your ideas are exactly the same. She's talked me into changing my name so often, I've, I've almost forgotten what it is. Blythe. Blythe? David Blythe. You couldn't get that muddled. Oh, while we're on the subject of muddling names, it's Mrs. Bainbridge. Not Mrs. Scrooge. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I phoned earlier on. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, you must be Mr. Blythe. Yes, and you must be Mrs. Moneybags. <laughs> Mrs. Um... Mrs. who? Uh, B B Bainbridge. It, it's awfully nice of you to show me around. Not at all. Uh, uh, come in. Oh, thank you. I love your garden. It's beautiful in summer. Oh, I, I love your hall, too. It is quite pleasant. Uh, shall we start upstairs? Mr. Blythe. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was still admiring your hall. By the way, Mrs. Bainbridge, I, I, I hope you won't mind my asking, only um, I, I'm a bit shy about this sort of thing, but I, I don't know the price. Six thousand pounds. Six thousand? Yes. Well, I must say, that seems very gullible. Um... Six thousand? Yes. Well, having seen round it, I, I, I must admit I, I'm surprised. It, it's terribly reasonable. When do you think you could bring your fiancé around? Ah, ah, no, that, that's a bit difficult. Uh, she, she's away at the moment, and, and she won't be back till sometime next week. Uh, I do hope it won't be sold by then. I've got several other offers... Still, I'd like to feel I'd helped a young couple on the threshold of their life together. Well, I say that's jolly kind of you. Ah, uh, yes, but then that's my philosophy. I really believe one profits by kindness. Yes, and what a profit. <laughs> profit. Pro 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 prophetic remark. May I ask the lucky girl's name? Your name? Oh, Zoe. Zoe Hunter. Zoe Hunter. Now, where have I... Uh... Oh, uh, the telephone. Excuse me. Hello? Uh, would you hold on a moment? Mr. Blythe, I wonder if you'd mind letting yourself out? No, not a bit. Uh, goodbye. Delighted to have met you. And I'll be hearing from you. Uh, about the middle of next week. Goodbye, Mrs. Moneybag. Mrs. <laughs> Bainbridge, I'll give you a ring. Hello? Mrs. Bainbridge? Uh, speaking. Uh, this is Tony Fellow. An Englishman's home is his castle. This is his, and what's his has got to be mine. Is that what Tony said? Last night, when I tackled him about it. And you know, when I likened it to the boiling of an egg, I was wrong. Were you? Hopelessly wrong. Husbands are about as unpredictable as, well, souffles. You can be successful with them nine times out of ten. But when it comes to a special occasion, they're suddenly flat and heavy. Well, I shouldn't, should, shouldn't give up hope yet. When did you arrange to take your fiancé around? The middle of this week. Oh, and today's Thursday. Bang goes my dream. Oh, well, it can't be helped. I'll just go and put Carol to bed. I'm sorry, Anne. Not your fault. Oh, yes, Tony. Hello, darling. Hello, dear. I'm just going to put Carol's light out. You're right. Hello, David, old man. Hello, Tony. Had a good day at the office? Oh, not too bad, you know. Um, David. Yes? Has Anne said anything more to you about the Bainbridges' house? Um, 
Well, no, not, not really. I see. She has. I suppose she thinks I'm being hard-boiled about it. Well, she, she couldn't possibly think that. As I said to her only the other day. Said what? That might apply to some husbands, but certainly not to you. You couldn't be a more easy-going souffle. <laughs> Made with the egg beater, I suppose. No, you, 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 you couldn't be a flatter husband. Could, couldn't be heavier going. Easier. Oh, for heaven's sake, it's plain enough what Anne's been saying, and it's a bit unfair, considering I made an offer for the... Oh, well. There's no harm in you knowing now. I tried to buy the confounded place. You did? Offered 4,500, intimated I'd go a little higher. They might have come off, too. Oh, gosh, I see it all now. That's how you knew what the inside was like. Yeah, I'd been round there the day before. But wh why on earth didn't you tell Anne? I didn't want to build up her hopes, and anyway, I wanted to keep it as a surprise. I nearly told her last night... Well, I, I thought I'd hang on a bit longer. Do you, do you know what happened? No, what? Mrs. Bainbridge has found some buffoon who's willing to pay 6,000, believe it. <laughs> I, I believe it. It's more than I did at first. But you mentioned the chap's name, Blythe or something like that. Uh, that's, that's right, sir. David Blythe. Why, do you know him? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I, I know him. He's, he's a friend of yours. In a way, yes. An amazing coincidence you know him. Well, what's he like? What's he like? Oh, he's, uh, he's quite a charming chap and... Um, <laughs> terribly good-looking. But a bit of a clot. Serves me right. Oh, you, you, may, you may be right. I, I, I know some people think that. So. Oh, me for one. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely bad luck on you. But then you never know. He, um, he might not buy it after all. No, that's my only chance. A jolly good one, though. What makes you say that? Have you seen him lately? No, frequently. And, and you talked to him about the house? Oh, yes, yes. We had quite a long chat with myself. <laughs> um, I had quite a long chat. And, and, and do you know what? Huh? He's practically decided against it. He has? Yes. Oh, David, old boy. Oh, I, I, look, I, I know I've criticised you in the past, and I make no promises for the future. But at this moment... Oh, you're a splendid fellow. That's the best news I've had in ages. It's terrific news. Oh, but look, n not a word to Anne. He, he might change his mind again. I doubt it. Oh, well. Carol says, would Daddy please read her a fairy story? Daddy will be only too delighted to read her as many as she likes. For goodness sake, don't tell her that. One and only one. right -o. If Daddy wants to read any more, he can bring the book in here. <laughs> I might it there. Daddy's in a very good mood. Daddy's just heard some news about the house he's buying. News about... The Bainbridge's house. He's been trying to buy it all the time. You're joking. I'm not, you know. Why didn't he tell me? Well, he wanted to be a surprise. Well, I suppose I shouldn't have said anything, really. That's all right, but he mustn't know you told me. Well, no, of course not. Yeah, apparently, there's, um, there's only one thing in the way. What's that? Some buffoon who's willing to pay the full price. <laughs> you. Me. But, but don't worry, I'll get out of the way first thing tomorrow morning. Do you know, I still don't believe it. Not even now. Believe what? That my dream house has come true. Coming. Hello, eh? Oh, so it's you, Poppet, come along in. Well, I thought I'd pop round and see if there was any news about the house. You're always welcome. And this morning, particularly welcome. I say, that's jolly nice of... Particularly? Particularly? Oh, no. What this time? Go on, in you go. Tony's gone down to the office. What, on Saturday? Just to look through the letters, that's all. 
You've just got to help me. I know I have, but what? I'm expecting Tony back at any minute. I'm also expecting a delivery van, and the twain must never meet. Why, well, what's the van delivering? Something you've bought that Tony doesn't know about? A whole host of things he doesn't know about. Things for the new house. Oh, gosh, so he has bought it then. I don't know. You don't know? Well, no, not officially. He still hasn't said a word to me. Yet you've bought a whole host of things. Yes. And whatever possessed you? I'd never get a man to understand. I could explain it to a woman in five short words. Well, try them on me. There was a sale on. <laughs> Come now, that's no excuse. You, you must have had a brainstorm. You've got to get Tony out of the house and keep him out till lunchtime. I'll hide the things. They won't send the bill until the end of the month, and by that time, we'll know one way or the other. Well, how am I going to get him out? Suggest a game of golf, anything. I don't play golf. You could caddy for him? Oh, no, never again. Not after what happened last time at the 18th hole. He took a terrific swing with his club. And missed the ball altogether? He wasn't aiming at the ball. <laughs> Golf's out. I know. Did you come in your car? The office car, yes. Take him out for a drive. You're not too happy about the engine, so you want his expert advice. He'll be terribly flattered. But there's nothing wrong with the engine. Never mind. You'll soon find something. <laughs> That's true enough. Now tell me about your brainstorm. I, I take it you bought some really lovely things? But of course not. I've told you it was a sale. <laughs> no bargains? I did get a roll of carpet, but I'm not too happy about it. I've got an awful feeling the colour's going to clash. Still, it was awfully cheap and... Oh, there's Tony now. Bustle him out as quickly as possible. The delivery van's likely to arrive at any moment. He's as good as bustled. Um, in here, darling. I only hope he doesn't start tinkering about with it. After all, it's the office car, not mine. And, um, darling, I'm... Oh, <laughs> hello there, David. Hello, Tony. I shouldn't take your coat off, darling. David wants to take you out, don't you, David? Uh, well, yes, that's if you can spare the time. Uh, I'd like your advice on the office van. Office van? Um, on the delivery office. Office car. Yeah, yes, on the office car. <laughs> uh, I'm not too happy about the carpet. <laughs> About the noise under the carpet in front. Carpet in that car? Well, uh, under the, the matting, then. It sounds very odd to me. How do you think it sounds to me? <laughs> you, uh, you haven't heard it yet? You missed the point, but never mind. Uh, you were saying? Well, I'd like to drive you out of the house. <laughs> to take, take you out for a quick drive. I, I'm sure there's something wrong with the old bustle. Old... Uh, Bus, I'm sure you're feeling all right. Perfectly. Why? Why, I have done perhaps you'd had a brainstorm. Oh, no, that, that was Anne. <laughs> that, that was another thing. I, I keep on getting a terrible knocking noise. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Still, I, I think I can diagnose your trouble. Let me see. Office van, delivery office, delivery van... Carpet. I must go and get on with my work. And? Yes, dear? Come back. Yes, dear? Carpet for the new house. New house? What new house? Very good, darling. <laughs> the one I paid the deposit on this morning. It's ours. Gosh, really? It is? Yes. It's ours. Oh, Tony, darling, you're the most wonderful husband in the world. A good egg, in fact. Double yolks. And about as nice a souffle as you could hope to meet. <laughs>
can we afford to buy it? Good heavens, no, but it's a nice house. Beautiful, that kitchen. The shape of the hall, the L-shaped drawing room. And I got it for 4750 Really? Yes, really. I must say, that seems very gullible. Gullible? Oh, it's all right, I, I'm only joking. I, I think I did rather well over the price. Oh, good gracious, yes. Terribly gormless. Um... Van's due here at 2.30. Well, only ten minutes to go. And chaos reigns supreme. I thought you were going to tie up that packing case for me. I gave you a piece of rope for it. Yes, I know, but Psyche mistook it for a lead. So? Well, she keeps on taking it to the front door. Look, David, old boy, there's a lot to be done. Oh, all right, all right, I'll see to it. So, do you, you think we'll be ready in time? Not a dog's chance. <laughs> no, not you. Look, I, I'm going upstairs to start bringing some... Oh, for the love of Mike, don't tell me they're here already. Tony! Yes? Front door! Yes, yes, all right. It's probably Zoe, Tony. Yeah, now then, Psyche, Psyche, come on, give it to me. I've got to tie this box up. Psyche, Psyche, come back. Hello there, where are you off to, eh? Yeah, to take it away from her, would you, Zoe? Come on, then, give it to me. That's uh, a good girl. Here you are, darling. Oh, thanks. I, I've been trying to get this thing tied up for the last... What, no kiss to your future bride? Oh, sorry, darling. There. If I, if I don't get it done soon, Tony's going to be... Future bride? I've heard all about it. All about what? Her engagement. Mummy heard it from a friend of Mrs. Bainbridge's. <laughs> oh, good gracious. I, I'd forgotten. I, 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 I didn't tell you about that, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. But it's all right. You don't have to explain. I understand. Understand what? That you were too shy to propose to me. And there's no need to now. Do you know why? Why? Because I accept. Oh, no, 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 just, just a second, Zoe. Uh, I know just what you're going to ask me to name the day. Yeah, Zoe, there has been a terrible misunderstanding. <laughs> no, there hasn't. But, but there has. I was teasing. David, old man, could you give me a hand? Oh, good heavens, haven't you done that yet? Oh, you won't, won't take me a second. Uh, where did I put that rope? <laughs> yeah, Psyche, come back here. It's all right, I've got another piece here. I'll do it myself. Tony? Yes? I can't do any more upstairs until you... Oh, hello, Zoe. Hello. Until I've what? Brought some of the things down. Oh, I'll go and bring them down. Well, I'll come and help you. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to move every day, would you? I wish we weren't moving. Devil of a job getting everything packed up. Wish we weren't. I know it's silly, but so much has happened here. The house is so full of memories. Happy memories, too. This is our home, Tony. Yes, and the other one's our new home. I hate the thought of leaving here. Oh, for heaven's sake, Anne, it's a bit late to say that now, isn't it? There's no need to lose your temper. I know it's silly. I said it was silly. Oh, darling, darling. Now, don't cry. I'm not crying. Anne, is it all right to bring those cases down? Yes. What's the matter? Nothing. Oh, she's a bit upset about going. I've been so happy in this house. Please, Anne, don't cry. Th think of that kitchen. The shape of the hall. The, the L-shaped drawing room. The, the, the little sunroom at the back. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't help her. I feel... Oh, come on, darling. Yeah, have my handkerchief. Yeah, have mine, too. Yeah. Oh, dear, that'll be the confounded removal van. It's all right, I'll go. Oh, come on, Anne, buck up. I, oh. I, I don't want to be selfish about this, but um, I've been through quite a lot recently. I'd hate to feel I'd done it all for nothing. I deserve that. It's not like me to cry. Ah, I'm sorry. Well, don't be silly. It's natural enough. 
After all, when, you, when you've lived in a house for years, moving's bound to be... What? Well, moving. In The Life of Bliss this week, the artists taking part were David Bliss, George Cole, and Fellows, Diana Churchill, Tony Fellows, Colin Gordon, Psyche the Dog, Percy Edwards, Zoe Hunter, Sheila Sweet, Mrs. Bainbridge, Una Venning. This recorded program was written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Leslie Bridgemont. Life of Bliss was presented by the BBC.